Dueling Genre Productions presents... Oh my God, do you see that? When a freak accident strikes McKinney City, ordinary citizens are given amazing abilities. I can move things with my mind. Oh my God, I'm flying. I can fly. I can teleport and I can fly. Super senses. What, like Daredevil? We are just playing fast and loose with this whole science thing today, aren't we? Now, there are villains. Billy, when you have an arch nemesis, do you just kill them immediately? No. You tie the ropes just loose enough so that they can keep escaping. That way, when you finally do win the day, you can sleep well knowing that you rose to the challenge. Your brain works differently than other people's, doesn't it? And heroes. Leah Markowitz, Gwendolyn Allen, Jeffrey Gibson, Lindy Gibson, Simon Holt, Splendid, you're all here. I'm going to make you all into superheroes. Screw it. Let's go save the day. The Powerful. After I drain everyone here, McKinney City will be mine. I'm going to show this whole city what real passion truly is. And the underdogs. You're all imagining me as a singing, dancing chipmunk right now, aren't you? The people in that store need help, and we can help them in a way no one else can. We have great power, which means they're our responsibility. I mean, Jesus, what's the point of having five freaking Spider-Man movies if we can't even learn to do that? Geek by Night, an original podcast series about five friends running a comic book store with superpowers. You're really going to keep running a comic book shop while trying to be superheroes? It might not always be easy, but I think the world could use a few more underdogs. Available at DuelingGenre.com and podcast apps everywhere. Dueling Genre Hi, everyone, and welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are watching the 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie one, I don't know, sore throat minute at a time. I am your laryngitis-possessing host, Scott Tofty. I know, it finally happened. If only the rest of us had the nerve to speak more. Listen, guys, (laughs) if you sit around for, what is this, 26 days straight... And you talk into a microphone. Eventually, you're bound to lose your voice. Oh a yeah, because anyway, doing this in real time. Yes, I absolutely. It, uh, I think it works out for you though, because now you sound like a teenager, and I feel immersed in this experience. <laughs> I sound like Splinter sounds. I feel like Splinter sounds. Let's put it that way. Um, <clears throat> so my name is Scott Tofty. I am your host. With me, as always, are our friends Chris, hey. Adam, and Rachel. Hi. Hello. And then joining us this week is our next very special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the fantastic Crystal Beth. That's me. I'm I just here. want to re-enunciate that. Yay. I said Crystal Beth. The scratchy throat might make that sound like something else, but I definitely said Crystal Beth. He said mm, Crystal Beth. Yes. I okay. Hi, I Crystal. How are you doing? Crystal Beth, which is perfect because that's my name. I'm Great. good. I'm very happy to be here. Oh, we're happy to have you. I know we've been trying to schedule you for a while here, and it's, it's finally all worked out. And it then did. I it lost was, my voice. I, so I was like, we're not missing this one. No, we, it was a rough one. I was like, you know what? I should cancel just to be funny, but that's not funny. Oh, no. That would have. <laughs> I think I might have legit cried. Had that I would have, too. I, you think I don't. I, my gosh. The option to talk about this movie tonight instead of working. <laughs> I'd be crazy to not be here. I would say so. Um, So we are looking at minute number 26 in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This uh, Today, it's the beginning of our 
full week here. Happy Monday, and, everybody. Uh, happy Yay. Monday, indeed. I've had happier ones. Um, oh. This starts with uh, the finishing the shot from last minute, which is that great uh, sort of hero shot of all four turtles plus April and Splinter in the lair. And it ends with April asking, what do you guys like on your pizza? <laughs> um, so... Crystal, as you... Oh, God, this voice thing is going to kill me all night. Um, Crystal, as a, uh, a a woman, as a podcaster, as a connoisseur of pop culture and movies and things of that nature, let us in on your story. When did you become aware of, fall in love with, uh, get possessed by the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles bug? So I remember enjoying the cartoon. I saw it every once in a while when I was staying at a friend's house or if I was at my dad's for the weekends. But I remember vividly the first interaction I had with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on a higher, more, uh, you know, sophisticated, I guess, if you could say, platform was when I saw it opening weekend in the theater. Wow. Oh, I'm jealous. I remember (laughs) going to the theater with my dad and it being so sold out that there were people sitting in the aisles because they couldn't find seats. Wow. So, if you don't mind me asking, yeah. you don't have to answer. How old were you when you saw this? I think I theaters? was five or six. I was born in 84. Oh, so we're, so. okay, we're all about the same ballpark yeah. then. Uh, but it's a movie that I, it was the first movie I had gone to where people were freaking out trying to get their seats. And it was the first time that my dad kind of instructed me on the rule. If you're going to a movie opening weekend, you get there early and you get your seats. And that is a rule that I've lived by. I'll get Mm -hmm. to a movie theater three hours early, Mm -hmm. especially if it's like star Wars or something like that, because man, good Mm -hmm. God, I will get a good seat. Yep. I feel like I haven't done that since the Star Wars prequels and like the Harry Potter <laughs> movies. I, like I used to do that all the time. I was like, I'm going to go to the midnight show, but I'm going to get there at 10 oh. and I'm going to bring a book and <laughs> who knows, like a board game. Yeah. yeah. I do it. You know, I, who had cell phones? Can, sorry, guys. Go. I used, I used to manage a movie theater. I remember uh, people would show up early and like sit around all day for the weirdest stuff. Mm. Like, like movies that you were like, why are you waiting in line for this? Like, you just come and see it anytime anyone else wants to. I forget what movie it was. Probably episode seven, maybe Rogue One. I don't know. But um, there were a bunch of kids lined up in the lobby, and one of them had a PlayStation and, like, a little <laughs> monitor. And he was, like, oh plugged into the wall. And him and his friends were just sitting there playing a game. I'm like... Not like do- a PS Vita, but, like, no, an actual like an PlayStation? Actual- it, I, it may have been a Nintendo. I don't even remember. And this it was, was just in the last couple system. years? Yeah. They huh. were just hanging I'm trying out to in the think. lobby. I'm like, like, I want to say game. it could possibly have been the Nintendo Switch, but depending on which movie it no, was, was no. Nintendo yeah. Switch was not out for it episode It could have seven. been the NES Classic. Until March, right? No, it was some... It, it, it well, meant, they, they make those like bag. It, it, it almost looks like a briefcase. Yeah. You open it up and it's like a, a full console TV yeah. and controller. Yeah, that's huh. what it was. And him and his just friends were just sitting there in the lobby. Get a DS. Get a Vita. Get anything. Or yeah. a life. Yeah, yeah or right. like experience life Kids for 20 today. minutes while you're waiting for a movie. Yeah. Their fascination with retro games. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it was the strangest thing I think I've seen in a movie lobby. Just Yeah. 
So you liked the cartoon show, Crystal. You enjoyed the movie. You got to see it opening weekend. Apparently, it stuck with you all these years. And here yes. you are now with us watching it one minute at a time. I am. And obviously, before I do any minute podcast, I always watch the movie at least once. In this case, I watched it twice. And the last time I was watching it, I uh, my boyfriend, John Robert Wilson, who also does The Fifth Element, was sitting next to me. And it got to the part where they were meditating around the fire. And... <laughs> I look over at it, and I'm not kidding you. He was crying. Oh. <laughs> and that's, I was uh, like, are you crying right now? And he uh, goes. Well, that's a man who feels yeah, his feelings. Like, right. He was like, I remember this. Just I was so pumped, and I was so overwhelmed by how I felt about this. And I, I just, I was so happy and concerned and and he's like wiping his face off i was like this is the <laughs> cutest thing i've ever seen you uh, can stay he fell face first into the member berries didn't he he did oh, man. so if you don't have a guest for that minute <laughs> that uh, man, i'd have to look at the schedule but you know what if nothing else maybe we can get him on a weekend edition to talk about it oh gosh yes it was just the most charming thing i've ever seen in my life real men cry at that, ninja turtles exactly and then they talk about it on podcasts yep that reminds me when we went to see up a number of years ago oh, yeah. there was a couple who was clearly on a first date was it up or Toy what? Story three? It was Toy Story, Toy Story three. three. It was the end of Toy Story yeah. three. Oh. They were they were on a first date, and he the guy started to cry. Like he was getting choked up a yeah. little bit. Like we all, everyone in yeah. that theater was. It's one oh, of those because yeah. he had a soul. Yeah, yeah. And obviously because he's human. Like deadpan looks at him and she's like, "Are you crying right now?" <laughs> like, that was a t- like, are you like really oh. crying right now? Hey, that, you know what? Relationship over. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> She's a sociopath who doesn't cry yeah. at the end of Toy Story 3. Right. Yeah, man. With right. the choppers and the fire and the, oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just such a funny moment and a not funny moment. Oh, like, I remember man. looking Annie- at her going, did you actually just ask that question? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> wow. Yeah. But here we are. It all leads us to Ninja Turtles. And let's get talking about minute number 26 here. Mm-hmm. So the first thing we see, like I said, is that shot of the, uh, the the crew in the lair. And then we are quickly presented with a cadre of feet traipsing through the delicious New York City sewer water. Mm-hmm. Um, and Crystal, I don't know if you caught this. One of the things we noticed very early on in the movie is that in certain scenes when the turtles are walking through the sewers, they have little white protective booties over their costumes so as not to ruin the foam rubber. Wow, well, would they you are, look at that? They're not there in this scene, however, which That's makes me think crazy. that there must also have been some water and feet on set also, like a stunt pair of feet. Or they just noticed it in dailies and fixed it. <laughs> like they just, <laughs> oh, we can't do that anymore. How did they fix that in 1990? Uh, how do you fix that in 1990? Very carefully. Just airbrush the white booties. Vaseline. You know? Yes. That's what they did in Star Wars. I just assume they do that in every movie now. Just put Vaseline on everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we hear a really weird line, you know, nope, this is only 9th Street. Like the the whole smell joke with 11th and Bleecker and Michelangelo sniffing and being like, nope, we're not there yet. Does anyone get that? Does Mm -mm. anyone understand that joke? No. No. And you know what? No. I Googled it. And the internet also does not know. <laughs> the collective inter- internet was very well, confused. Maybe it was just, you know, Mikey being kind of a goofball. 
Entirely that, that's, possible. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't know enough about the uh, geography and uh, you know the yeah. civic works of New York City to make any kind of guess, like you know whether it was close to something or whether like you know that's the sort of place that on the Super Bowl would be flushing more than others. <laughs> but I don't know. it actually smells better than most parts of the city over there. I mean, on the weekend, it smells a little bit more like pee because there's so many bars, but. <laughs> I'd say it's a very low concentrated amount of pee in that area, which is what I just, <laughs> New York just smells like. A, it's, there's it's, different levels of pee. There's no, yeah. no pee. It's merely yeah. a hint well, of pee. Well, it also depends on the season also. Summer smell in mm. New York City is oh, far God. different than yeah, winter smell coming. in New York City. That hot evaporated pee. Yeah. I remember mm, that yeah. from, from when I lived near New York City. That when, now, I, Crystal, you, you live in New York City, correct? I Correct. And um, now when you're looking up 11th and Bleecker, you're looking at 11th Avenue and Bleecker, correct? Uh, 11th Street and Bleecker, because 11th and Bleecker wouldn't exist, right? Right. There's Whatever the street sign says on the minute, and I don't remember because it was a couple minutes ago, that corner does not actually exist. No. It either says 11th Ave or 11th, it's one or the other, and the actual real version is the opposite of it. Right. And see, um, the other thing is, is that it says 11th. And if it was actually going to be 11th Street in Bleecker, it would have said West 11th because right. that's the West side. And it's also that's where the streets start to get crazy town, because instead of it going like 9th, 10th, 11th, it goes like 9th, 10th with two no name roads or like not numbers, but Charles Street and Perry Street and then 11th. So it's like Correct. 10th, Charles Perry, 11th. And, and it makes me wonder if back in the 90s, was there some like, what was the socioeconomic divide in that neighborhood versus where the turtle, and also we don't even really know where the turtles layer is. Didn't we sort of surmise that they're somewhere near like the corner of Central Park West or something? Yeah, that would make sense. I'm I, almost wondering if it's like, a oh, this doesn't smell like the same kind of like a. I don't even know what I'm saying, but I'm, I'm struggling to wrap my mind around this joke and I just can't. Yeah, I think it's just a joke like how, for instance, I'll go up to a friend of mine while we're at work and I'll walk up to her and I'll say, hey, can you please stop farting? It smells over here. She's not <laughs> farting, but I just make that joke because it's funny to make jokes about smells. And maybe he's like, nope, we're not there because it doesn't smell like it. And everyone's like, ha ha. Uh, he is a teenager, so yeah. jokes about smells are pretty much par for the course. I like that he punctuates it with "get it" when there's yeah. like there's really not anything to get there. It's just no, no, Mikey, we don't. <laughs> no, maybe I wish maybe he explained it. maybe '90s New York got it, and they were like, "Oh, that's really funny. That that pertains to me." Like there's a there's a fart factory on Ninth Street that we don't <laughs> we don't know about. They moved that to uh, 42nd and First <laughs> now. Yeah. Um, it's between the Jose Canseco bat joke and this one. It's yeah. just like, I just wasn't, wasn't in the culture enough at the time this movie came out to get this joke, but so, so 90s. they come out of the sewer and they pop up and we see in the background of the shot, this store second time around antiques, which is pulled straight from the comic book issue number, uh, I believe three. Of the comic, page 24 features April O'Neil's home above the second time around antique shop. And in the comic book, uh, she says, you know, my dad ran this store until he had a stroke about six months ago or something like that. So 
I would just like to Interesting point out spin on the story. The first time we were watching this, Adam started singing the step by step theme song. <laughs> oh man! Oh okay. You mean step what was the dude's step. name that was the like the stoner dude that lived in the van out in the Cody? yard? Cody. Cody. Yeah. Cody. Called Wasn't Cody dude. like a? He was a super wife beater or something. Yeah, that's yeah. why he wasn't on the show after a while. Mm-hmm. Didn't he, did he go to the jail? big doofus? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. he also yeah. did a bunch. Of, he also wife. did a bunch of like stupid knockoff kickboxer movies. Yeah, and it bothered me that he lived in a van. Like, don't you have enough rooms in that giant house that Cody can come inside once in a while? <laughs> what was his relation to the family? He was he was the nephew. Uh, he was Frank's nephew. Wow, you even remember character know, names. I'm I impressed. How oh is that show not on Netflix? <laughs> it Ladies and gentlemen, be. coming soon to Movies by Minutes, Step by Step Minutes. Step by no. Step. Yeah, I want nothing involved in Step by Step Minutes. Well, you could uh, confuse everyone and call it Minute by Minute because you're playing the fun, uh, the fun <laughs> fun. And then people would be like, uh, what is this? Oh, man. Um, this set that they have this... Uh, antique store on is the grossest grimiest version of new york city i think mm-hmm. i've ever seen yeah mm-hmm. this is like escape from new york bad it's awful it is yeah that, that, yeah that section there that's like wow april you live in the day you know what you should get mugged more often <laughs> yeah. how have you not been mugged at home you're asking for it by living here <laughs> oh. also this is not what the west village would have looked like in the 90s because it was already a very residential area and people were moving there because there were bigger apartments with cheaper rent and it was starting to get hip and cool. <laughs> yeah. And the it, like, that's the thing that kills me is they try to portray certain areas of the city. And I feel like they just keep getting them all mixed up and wrong. And I know they only <laughs> shot a few location things in New York and most of it's all backlot and other cities, but just, They've they they did a really interesting job of kind of creating their own grimy, gritty New York Frank Millery kind of vibe. Yeah, I also I also like how there's never people in New York City in the Turtles. Like, it, right. yeah, I, I was watching the the Turtles on Nickelodeon recently, and there's like never, never anyone be out very on the few people. It's very weird. Only you as many people as they people. can afford to animate. Exactly. <laughs> right. Now, the, the 80s cartoon had a lot more people. And it, the funny part is the turtles would often interact with people in the city. Like uh, it was they no were big like, deal. Yeah, they were like famous. Like, hey, yeah. guys, like, oh, just your friendly turtles. neighborhood turtles. You're one of them. They're turtles. <laughs> um, so we've, we see the super gross shot of the antique store. And then we start talking about pizza again. Mm-hmm. So this is the second time pizza's come up in the movie, correct? Yeah, I we think have so. the terrible Ginzu scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a terrible scene; it's a great scene. We just talked about the terrible Ginzu, Ginzu knives, knives during that terrible. Scene. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and and now we get this whole like, oh my god, humans eat pizza too. No wonder we love her. <laughs> I don't eat pizza. Uh, what? what? Yeah. Like, seriously? Yeah, weird. I don't like pizza. Oh wow! Okay, I need to have an in-depth in-depth discussion with you about this right this minute. Not even with anchovies. <laughs> Not even with an- I know, right? That's the craziest part. I'd rather eat the anchovies than is, the pizza. Is there huh. a funny story about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, you'll have to go listen to our other minutes because that definitely happened on our show. 
You ate the you ate the anchovies. Oh yeah, I went out and bought a tin of anchovies just because I'd never had them. Good for you. And ate them on air. Yeah, it was pretty awful. Oh my god, did um, it sound like in the burbs when he's eating the anchovies and pretzels? I tried the- to make it sound as gross <laughs> on microphone as I possibly could. <laughs> Hopefully, it's a real treat for the misophones out there. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> awesome. I know. I apologize. And well, it's not advanced because it already happened, but yeah. you know, hindsight. Sorry. In retrospect, yes, that's it. Yeah, when you, when, the yeah, way you normally apologize for things. Right, after you do them. <laughs> you're assuming I apologize yeah, for if things. You, if you apologize ahead of time and you still do the thing, you're kind of a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> That's not really an apology. That's a warning. It's a yeah. warning. It's like a really nice, comforting kind of warning. Listen, I'm really sorry I'm about to do this to you, but here's a dick slap. But, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some really interesting filmmaking choices that happen in this little bit of the scene. Number one of which is the cartoon piano gliss as Michelangelo rockets out of the sewer. Yeah. And like high speed, triple fast forward. (laughs) Yep. Um, Yeah. So that's just like a weird filmmaking choice. I don't know where that comes from. So nineties. If you think about nineties movies and nineties shows, that happens a lot. And it also, it keeps the fun in the movie when it makes it feel like you're watching a comic book because that's what comic books do where they put in like the big bubbles and the big like uh, spark bubbles. Uh, bam, wow, pow, where you the hear the sound lines. as it happens. Yeah. yeah. It is almost a little bit like the 60s Batman show mm-hmm. kind of vibe yes. just in that little moment. It's also um, it's also cheaper. Shooting in fast motion on film is cheaper because you're burning through less film stock. I, I used fast motion a lot when I was shooting on film because a it was it made things funnier and b it was just cheaper. Yeah. I could get more more film stock out of it. Yeah, Smart. interesting um, little tidbit about film cutting stock. corners. <laughs> and it just makes Mikey look so much more excited when he drops that line. Let's go for it. Yeah. Um, and the. The reactions after that. I love that Donnie starts talking to Leo underneath him in the sewer. Hey, did you say pizza? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so real. And the way that Donnie responds, doesn't everybody? It's like a lot of people have asked them that question. It feels like to me. Anyway. Like every yeah. time all they, the people they've interacted with. <laughs> doesn't everyone? everyone? They meet is like, yeah. And then someone pizza? answers. No, I don't like pizza. And the record scratches, and it gets very confusing for everyone. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which, again, we didn't get the answer. Why don't you like pizza? Like, what is it about pizza you don't like? So I love bread, and I love sauce, and I love cheese, but I don't love all three together. That and makes you live no in sense. New York City, and so that's York like City. you're provided with the best choices for pizza. Yeah, I mean, I'll eat it. And you still it. can't find what you like? I mean, wow. I'll eat it, because... I mean, I'm sometimes it's the I've only had food. to my whole life. Every birthday party I've ever been to is just pizza. pizza party. So I'll like, exactly. I'll take the cheese off or like I'll try to get the sauce off or I'll just eat like the crust. I'll eat, take people's crust, which I don't mind. But I really oh. I found out that I really like super, super, super thin crust gourmet pizzas. Okay. Like mm-hmm. right, a white pizza with arugula, truffle oil, and prosciutto di Parma. I was going to ask if there were like different styles of pizza that you like. You know, you go to Italy and you ask for pizza and it's absolutely nothing like 90% of the pizza here. It's like very thin bread with some olive oil and, you know, oh some, some like yeah. grated on cheese and stuff. Yeah. That's what I want. That's the kind of stuff I like. When I was in Italy, I was like, all right, I'm going to order a pizza because I'm in Italy and we'll see. And I got the Fiore del Latte because it sounded interesting. And they brought it to me and it was bread 
with milk on it. Oh, <laughs> it was a cream pizza, and a oh. part of the reason pizza I got con the leche. Pizzas, exactly, it was like a oh my god texture thing. I don't like wet <laughs> bread and pizza. Your bread gets oh. wet unless it's super thin. Mm-hmm. And this, these mother suckers, they gave me bread with milk on it, and I was like, this is insane. And then that's, I went and got Chinese. That's weird. That, yeah. In Italy, nice. best Chinese food I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. If it's one thing the Italians know, it's their Chinese noodles. Yes. Yeah. Marco Polo. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, I guess. It's where they got the noodles <laughs> from in the first place. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you. All right. Um, so the turtles exit the sewer, and uh, we, we wrap up this minute pretty quickly as we are waiting to hear with bated breath what the turtles are putting on their pizza. Do you <laughs> think like, it's going to be milk? Are they going to have milk pie? I hope so. It's like hot dogs and micro machines and marbles and dice. <laughs> just like, just whatever comes down the drain. Yeah. I imagine it was just her like looking for Hair. something to talk about because it's it's like how many frozen pizzas does she honestly have? It's not like she's going to be able to give them their favorite topping. She probably has like one. She has like one lonely, sad frozen pizza in her freezer yes. waiting for her to come home and eat it by herself. Just like pizza for one, forever alone pizza. <laughs> Maybe it was like a, a Costco or Dwayne Reed special where she was just like, 10 for $10, great, I'll take yeah. one of each. And that's all she has. And she's like, I just went shopping. And they're going to eat them all. And she's going to be like, that hey, was my food for the week. <laughs> well, seeing as we've discovered she routinely works till 1030 at night, frozen pizza seems like a pretty convenient dinner choice. Yes. Um, so that brings us to the end of that minute. Uh, I, I'm actually pretty good with that one. I don't think there's a whole lot more that I could talk about right yet. Um, anyone else got anything? Maybe we'll get to it later, but it's definitely when we get to actually see the inside of the antique shop, but pretty much for everything in there, I'm, they, they, they've all been past their second time around. Yeah. (laughs) Third. It's all garbage. Hot, wet garbage. Uh, yes. All right. Well, uh, Crystal, I know you've got a lot of projects that you're working on. Is there anything you want to plug? You want to pick one for the Monday show and let the listeners know what you're up to? Sure. Um, If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can. I'm the Crystal Beth on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to listen to my Movies by Minute podcast, you can do that on iTunes. Or you can listen to it at www.thefifthelementit.com. I love that name. Thank you. Very cool. All right. Well, for the crew here at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, uh, we will bid you adieu and we will catch you on Tuesday for minute number 27. Bye, everybody. Bye. Cowabunga. Ha, ha, ha.